with Mina and Elizabeth. Hello. Hola, hola. Yeah. I'm Mina Her. Yeah. Why you don't let me do my singing, man? Oh, I didn't know. I, was, I didn't know you <laughs> were just saying yeah or what was going on. I thought it was. It's a new year, but it's saying me, okay? Like you know, I'm gonna do my vocals. <clears throat> Even though I'm a little still a little under the weather. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know, I got to my me, 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 she me. She brought me. back a Middle Eastern hack. <laughs> she was terrible. Goddamn Desert Air just got you all fucked up. But anywho, though, let me let you finish your introduction. Go ahead. I'm Mina Her. And I'm Lizzie Her. And we are the, the Her and Her, Her Podcast. Podcast. Boom. Welcome back, people. Welcome back. You know, we was a little sketchy at the end of the year. We got a lot of things going on. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But we back in full action. You know, second week. What's the second, third week of January? What is this? I don't even know. It's almost second. It's second, right? Almost. We're going into the second week. Right? Yeah, whatever it is. It's January 2019. You're right. Second week. I'm just, you know, to be really honest with you, I'm just happy that we're still here. I'm still happy that we're still going strong, that we're still consistent, that we still, you know, God keep blessing us with things to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2019. Another year to be better, to do better, to right? hold ourselves accountable for better things, you know? I agree. I agree. I'm on that same bandwagon. Yes. So what's going on today? Well, tell them where they can find us. Well, I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> 2019, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot that was my job. <laughs> but can you tell me what my job description is again, girl? <laughs> you can catch us on Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. You can catch us on SoundCloud, Her and Her Podcast. You can catch all our tracks on SoundCloud. So make sure that you are subscribed. You follow us. You like and repost and share the tracks from there. You can catch us on YouTube, Her and Her Podcast. You can catch us on Facebook, Her and Her Podcast 1. Um, and then you can lastly catch us on the iTunes podcast platform. Make sure that you subscribe on there. It'll send you alerts and things of that nature when we post new content on there. And just make sure that you're following us, that you repost things, that you share things with people that you know, you meet on the street. If you have an sister girl moment in the bathroom at the club while you're online waiting with the lady but next to the lady with the mints and the body spray from the Walgreens, you know, share our podcast with people you meet. I'm sure they'll appreciate it and they need it. For sure. Well, you know, today... We've talked about this topic before, but probably not in this this specific in this kind of way. And you had shed some light on a topic that's going on in social media world with, you know, people in social media. And I think we always have to look at life from more than one perspective. You know, even though we're a woman, we should be able to look at things from a male's perspective as best as we can and vice versa. Look at um, 
where how other women have grown and their perspective in life and try to understand where they're coming from. You know what I mean? Like our perspective isn't the only one that's important, you know, mm-hmm. for us to be fully evolved. I feel like it's good to be able to see from other people's point of view. Right. So today our topic is, is there a girl code amongst women you don't know? Like, are we going to consider the fact that even though we don't have any direct loyalty to each other, because we're women, do we share a love for each other anyway, a respect for each other anyway, regardless of the situation? Mm-hmm. And our dual topic is, because of the girl code, should a man's ex, ex being pregnant, ex being married, veto your decision to ignore girl code? So do you operate differently when you know those things or do you move the same when you've been moving regardless if those things are present or not? And then we're going to go into her chat, talk about a couple things about if girl code mirrors your morals and values, are we too desperate for love? Do we consider the other person's feelings and emotions when we're making decisions about love? And of course, our her quote by Yellow Yam. yes baby well let's jump right in all right so do you want to share the story that you were telling me i guess just to kind of like give an idea of like where we're kind of coming from and uh, just to shine light on the fact that even if you've never been pregnant or you've never been cheated on just to kind of get an idea of like where we're coming from correct yeah So, um, for those of you who are on social media, you may know this story. And then for those of us that are not like involved in the whole social media world, you may not, but there's a rapper G Herbo and he was in a very public relationship with his girlfriend, Ari. They had a baby together. Long story short, um, they were together one day and then next thing you know, you see him popping up on Instagram with another girl, another public figure, I guess. And, you know, it turns out that he left his girlfriend for this new girl while his girlfriend was dealing with her postpartum uh, depression that she had after giving birth to their like seven or eight month old baby. Um, And although the girls weren't friends, uh, the conversation came up about them. She the new girlfriend still knew that his ex just had a baby Um, and that whatever was going on with them, we don't know what was going on in their home. But from what the public saw, they were together. And then they weren't together because he was with a new girl. So we kind of had the conversation about loyalty amongst women. And even though her and the girl weren't friends, but they may have known of each other, um, did the new girlfriend owe her anything as far as loyalty? Right. And respect. For sure. So I, okay, so when you, when we were talking about this and my first thing I always, I feel like this about a lot of women though. I feel like maybe human beings as 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 a whole, but specifically women. And specifically when it comes to like love and the whole cheating aspect and and being present in your in who you are as a person and marriage and all those things. I find like sometimes lines that used to be very very clear mm-hmm. are like watered down now because i feel like we're so desperate to find a partner that we like our morals and values are being 
changed for our desperation for love. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there may be other things that make us move differently. I don't know if the new girlfriend wants to be famous in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if she has ulterior motives. And so for her, she's like, yeah, I ain't looking to really be with him. Mm-hmm. You know, this is temporary for me, and I don't really care who gets knocked down in the process, but I got a mission. You know, I don't right. know where that person's mind frame is or is she really, really likes this guy and really thinks to herself, like, this can go somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do feel like um, what what happened to Girl Code and what happened to feeling like we should be loyal to each other even if we don't know each other? Mm-hmm. Now, granted, at the end of the day, the person who's loyal to you is the person that you were in a relationship with. And that I still feel that same way. Right. I don't expect you to go beat the girl down and do all these things. But as women, though, like when you're aware, that's like that's like me going to go and try to get with the president. I know the president is married in a full-fledged relationship. Like, I am well aware of that. Even if he told you he wasn't. Even if he told me he wasn't. Like, you are all over the world with your wife, talking about how much you love her and all these things. So now I'm a fool. I got to pretend like this doesn't happen or I don't know it. Like, regardless of the fact, yeah, I don't know Michelle Obama, but I ain't got no business trying to get in Obama's pants either because I know that they're married. So, and then another thing is like, because we don't respect marriage like we used to, that, um, and I don't know why, I don't know where, where the decline has happened in our culture in terms of that, but, um, like, especially if you're a, a, a woman who desires to be married. Mm-hmm. Or even, let's flip it, for the younger people that aren't thinking of marriage tomorrow. But you, you, you desire a beautiful relationship. You desire vacations, a man who considers you, a man who has something going for himself and just wants to be your man, just yours. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think karmically, I'm sorry, even on the lowest level of karmic understanding, let's just, that's base level. You given, you given that out, what do you think you're going to get back? In return, for sure. You're not going to, you, you're not pouring it's not an outpour of love you think love is gonna find its way back to you no that's like that saying you you lose them how you got them yep do and you had said to me like you like i honestly feel like some women just don't care they don't like just that's just not their frame of mind that's Mm -hmm. not how they move and to me that's really hard to accept for women because i just feel like we're such emotional beings that you can't at any shape or form put yourself in that person's shoes. Like, you knew that that woman was pregnant. You knew she just had a baby. I'm not saying that... And I know some women feel like, listen, the love of your life could come in any way, shape, or form, right? And some women feel like you don't know when that love of your life could come. It could come in something that's that's wrapped in shit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But... If that person really is the love of your life and your morals and values say to yourself that, okay, you had a previous relationship with this woman, she was pregnant, I I need you to go and do what you need to do with that. Wrap that up, figure that out, but you and I cannot carry on a relationship until I know that that's in a better place, that she knows where you two lie. I'm not about to be in the middle of mess. 
So until you can go and figure that out and we can start off fresh and brand new and that we could create a platform that's welcoming, positive and encouraging. And if, if I can't create that environment for myself, then I don't want to be a part of it. There's a way to do things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, you don't you don't have to just jump in a nigga pants and, and take his word for it when he tells you, oh, he not with her. She, she just popped the baby out of her vagina. I don't believe you. Mm-hmm. I don't, there's some unresolved issues there and I need you to go and fix that, you know? So I'm not saying that there's no way to, to figure it out. And I'm not saying everything's going to come wrapped up perfect and beautiful to you because that's just who you are as a person. No, but love of my woman. life came as a mess too. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I was, but I knew what my values were as a woman and I knew where at some point you have to make a decision. You got to figure this thing out. Mm-hmm. Are we together? Are we not together? Are we going to continue playing these games? Are we going to commit to each other? What are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And because I had those values, I was able to say to that person, like, where do we stand? You know, I was able to say to them, like, I'm not about to keep doing this. And I keep seeing women just don't care. Like, they're scared to stand up for themselves, scared to ask for what they want, scared to be in a place where they're vulnerable because they feel like they're going to be the one who's going to be left without the man. And I feel like if that person's for you, they're going to make the right decision. If they're not for you, then you, it's time for you to walk away. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I truly believe that you have to do things with some type of standard, you I, know? I think the dating world and the dating game, because at this point it's a fucking game, for sure. has turned one into a competition and two into a very like crabs in a barrel kind of vibe, like in a real way. Like it's almost as if like, Bitch, I don't care how the fuck y'all broke up. If y'all done, I don't care if you 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 your you, you vagina juices is fresh on his penis. <laughs> it's my turn, bitch. Move to the side. I want in. I don't give a fuck how he left, but he's coming over here. Like that's almost how things are turning out. It's like, are you that hard up for a man? Like yeah. the pickings is so slim that people are out here losing their morals and dignity. For, for quote unquote love for love exactly yeah. and then if you really watch how he maneuver with her what do you think he's gonna do to you i just don't understand it and for me like if i i have a i have an issue with like knowing anything about like if you and i have ever crossed paths the woman you mean yeah uh-huh. if me and a woman have ever crossed paths and like i know your ex or i know a nigga you fucking with and now he's trying to fuck with me. I'm. I feel weird. Right. Whether I decide to do is my business, but right. I feel weird. Like I feel mad weird. Mm-hmm. So for a woman to just fucking negate all of that and be like, "Fuck that!" Like I'm fucking with him. I've never met a man with my sense that I have as an adult that made me feel like fuck all that women empowerment shit. Fuck how the next woman feels, especially if she was pregnant or y'all were married. Mm-hmm. It's especially those two things right there because i desire those things for my for myself so i'm never gonna jeopardize because this is how i feel and i've learned this like in in these past couple months god's gonna send me what's for me Mm -hmm. i don't have to do all of that to get it yep god is gonna send me what is for me in every sense of that phrase Mm -hmm. and so if i gotta fight and, and claw and demean the next woman to get it it's probably not really for me at all not even a little bit. So, and I'm not saying like you may not be in a situation where you do gotta love is challenging. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is love is not gonna come wrapped up with another female. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. just isn't. And you have to be, and then that that's a test of 
how much of a woman are you? Y'all want to talk about adulting? Adulting is not just your job and the money in your bank account. Yep. Adulting is how you handle situations. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, do you have enough self-respect, self-care, and dignity to tell him, listen, we're not going out like this. Right. If this is what we're going to do. We're not starting like this. We're not starting like this. We're not going out like this. If, if, if this is what we're going to do and we really want this, you finish that off. You let her know in a real way. And we can move forward. Yep. But you, we can't be, and then like, and then, okay, so let's just say you find yourself in a situation that's messy like this, because this is messy, right? Mm-hmm. You don't now go on social media, talk shit about the girl you don't know nothing about, you know, start to slander her name. Like, to me, in my mind, I just feel like you can't possibly really want to be in this situation. Like, I just feel like... It's so negative, it's so messy that, and then the thing is, because you don't know her, you're listening to what other people are saying that they, you think that they know. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, And so it's, it's evolving into something that's disgusting. Spiraling. Right, and that the real issue isn't with her. But now it is. Mm-hmm. Because now you've talked nasty and disgusting about each other, and now it's become something else. So now the man is just walking free. He just <laughs> living his best life. Like you know, I hate that the most. I hate live, when a nigga get off scotch yeah, free. Yeah, scotch free because Ooh, now now that. it's it's become a girl fight because you lost your girl code because now you lost your morals and values and now it's just trickling down to desperation yeah, and nothingness. Yeah, and the, so who's having the conversation with the man to say? What you doing? Mm-hmm. And what kind of man gets up and leaves the woman that just had his baby? I'm not saying for you to stay in a situation that's unhealthy or that's not right for you. We'll that's not what I'm properly. saying. Right. Create a space that's positive, that y'all can move forward in, and that y'all could co-parent and raise this child as best as possible. And, and, and I also have an issue with the fact that even if you're not clear about what you want, like even if you feel like, you know what, we were good to a certain extent, but... I can't see myself with you. You can still uphold that woman in a in a in a way that she's supposed to because she has bared your child. That's not an easy thing. Like m- men don't know what it is to be pregnant or to bear children. So because of that, you always need to have a level of sensitivity for the woman that you choose to bear your children. And so I I I don't think in any way, shape, or form that a human being could look at another human being going through that and say, yeah, this is the moment in time that I'm going to start treating you like shit. Yeah, this is great. This is the perfect time for me to do this when you're about to bear my child. Like, what kind of environment are you trying to bring your child in? And I think it's because as people, we don't think about that. We don't think about the environment that we're bringing children in. We don't think about the nature of our relationships um, and making sure that those are positive and strong that we're bringing our children into. You're just having children. Yeah, that's very true. I totally agree. I think also like all of these like weird relationship like scenarios or maybe not even weird, but unhealthy relationship scenarios are occurring like you said about the whole like oh relationships and no value in relationships and marriage and things like that i don't think we're seeing it enough like in our in our communities in our homes and our families like you know i think now it's like there's celebrities that are black love black love and i love it so much i think it's so beautiful but a lot of times like let's be real for a very long time that was not 
the motive was it wasn't to promote black love it was to continue with the broken homes it was to continue with the the unhealthy co-parenting situations where it was about child support and then not to get off on a tangent but the media the government society white like mainstream white america they're going to push the bad images of our communities and they're going to show you that our communities were not built on love. We've been broken up and, and this is how we conduct ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we care more about materialistic things than we do about the value of family and morals and love. And that's not what we were built on. That's not what we come from. And so I think over time we've become brainwashed and we, we begin to believe the narratives that have been pushed upon us. And there you go. And now we're just continuing a cycle. And so I think that because I had a friend and she was like her ex-boyfriend was like marriage is not an option for him. Like that's not realistic to be married in today's world is not realistic. And I looked at her in disbelief and I was just like, you know what? I have to understand that he has never in his life seen that. Mm -hmm. Not in his family, not at his at his job, not in his friends homes. So. Of course, you don't. You can't even wrap your mind around that being a possibility, mm-hmm. and that's sad to me. I can respect it though, because I, I I prefer you be aware of that and don't drag me around. Yeah, you know, like don't don't drag me through the through the mud, mm-hmm. making me feel like this is gonna be something it's not. Right. And I'm not saying his mind can't change, and I totally agree with you that his viewpoints of the um has been jaded by society and our culture, um, but. I'm glad that you've made that you you you've, you're aware. Yeah, but the, you know? the thing about that also, I had an issue with the fact that you just saying this, you just saying marriage ain't real, it's unrealistic, but you don't know where it comes from. Mm-hmm. I know where it stems from, and she and I understand it because we have two fucking cents. But he's just walking around saying fuck marriage, marriage isn't real. So to me, it's just like. But he's also like my question. I would want to know is like. Are you not open to marriage because you don't really know what it entails? Right. Are you closed off because you saw such negativity in your own home? Right. And so you don't even know how to navigate marriage. Mm-hmm. Are you truly afraid of it? Um, or is it because you really have commitment issues and you're right. like, yo, I'm never, I, I can't see myself settling, being satisfied with one woman. So there's a lot of things. And that, and that's another thing is like, Yes, I, I can um I can respect where you're coming from, but let's communicate. Let's have a conversation about this. Let's elevate beyond what we think our perspectives are because um even if we walk away with this still feeling the way you feel, I honestly believe that you would at least walk away with a better understanding of the world. Right. Exactly. You know, even if it's just another person's perspective, mm-hmm. that is still an uh, um a reflection of the world. And so you'd be able to walk away seeing somebody else's perspective other than the images that have you've seen or the experiences that you've come encounter with. But you might be with someone who had a loving, that, that came from a home that was very loving, a marriage that was very fruitful and loving and, and supportive. And that that person now is like, of course I want marriage. I saw, it, I saw it evolve into something so beautiful and I want that for myself. And if you have a conversation with someone who experienced that, I think that would shine some light on the possibility of it all, you know, yeah. and that it not have such a negative aspect. But we have to be open for that. You, you, like in this world, I don't know how we can't be open. I don't know how you can't be open to receive new and amazing things because everything is a lesson. Even the, the horrible things 
are a lesson, you know, and you have to even be open for the for the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, you even have to be like, okay, this happened to me. It's not the greatest thing, but, but what did I learn? Mm-hmm. You know, what did, what am I going to walk away saying to myself that bettered me? You know, that openness. Let's go with that resistance, <laughs> and letting go of that resistance allows you to to receive the good. Absolutely, because you first of all. When everything in like when you resist everything in your life, like I was having a conversation with my mom and we were talking about um, we were talking about uh, being selfless and selfish mm-hmm. and um, and just just being open enough to just commit yourself to other human beings that you love around you. Mm-hmm. Like it's a commitment, you know what I mean? And it's not and we shouldn't be um, defensive we shouldn't be um, negative. We we should always be not only, of course, you have to think about yourself to survive, but I always feel like, you know, the, your loved ones around you are just as important. And so if 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 they're um, if I can make your life better in any way, shape or form, I should. And I and back to the girl code, like if I have to think of you because I could be you. So it's like I have to think of things very selflessly because, yeah. I, like I said, I could be you. So I'm never going to move in a way that I think that, oh, yeah, well, this is the decision I'm making and this is what I'm doing because this is what I feel like I should be, da-da-da-da-da, and ignoring the fact that somebody else is hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying take on that person's hurt. Just consider it. Consider that person's hurt and, because it could change the trajectory of how you, your life and your decisions, you know? Yeah. And it, I, I never I, I can't imagine a person who's going to be successful in life and don't think of others. Mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. And I'm not saying there isn't rich people out there who are who are not. But I just don't think they're happy people. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're people full of joy, you know, and I think we also have to. And, and it's OK to not know these things and be open to understand and learn them. You know, that's what I mean, like an openness, like, OK, I don't know. I didn't know that was selfish. But somebody pointed it out, and you're like, oh, okay, I can see a point of view. I could change that. But when you're not aware, well, you're, you're not, not open, open to, yeah. yeah. To new awareness. You're defensive. Mm-hmm. Then you do you want to tear everybody down because you want them to feel like how you feel right now. And that is just the lowest level of emotional integrity that I can even think of right now. And I know everyone is not there, and everyone's not at that space, and you have to be patient enough with people that are around you. But I think it's super important, you know. I just really think it is to consider other people. And... Even when something feels good, but you know it's wrong, you shouldn't do it either. Like cheating. <laughs> Plain and simple, right? Cheating. You know, but I also think, you know, sometimes too, when that happens in a relationship, because I've seen relationships that that happened to, and they've gotten stronger. You know, like, yes, there's a lot more work to do. And I'm not talking about ongoing chronic cheating, like you have a real issue. I mean, like, it happened once or twice. And it actually allowed those two people to realize that they were taking each other for granted, you know what I mean? Or was able to see that, you know, one was more dependent on the other and how that was making the other person feel or whatever the case might be. Sometimes it's just deeper things why people cheat. It's not just because I just wanted to fuck another person, you know? So when it's those instances, I've seen relationships actually get better, you know? Yeah. But um, but I, I agree with you and it just is... You know, it some some things in life we just have to know that they're just dead fucking wrong, son. Yeah, okay. 
they're just dead fucking wrong and and don't and don't 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 fancy it up. you can't put flowers on shit and try to tell me that oh it's good for you it looks nice it, it is what it is flowers is flowers and shit is shit you know what i'm saying like so I, I just think that we just have to really be able to consider people on the other side even even the ones like like the cheater or the or the person who we feel is wrong in the situation we also have to understand where they're coming from too you know to be able to have a full understanding of what's going on because even the girl who's who is now dating g herbo whatever something is missing something is wrong why you couldn't see an issue with this and i think you said that that is uh right so you saw your mother yeah go through this yeah and then you and you gonna mirror the same like you see what i'm saying and that also makes me feel like you're not having conversations with your daughter you're not having even regardless i'm not telling you to choose differently because whatever you choose is what you choose but when you make that decision and you're raising children even though it can be depicted as something that you necessarily don't want for your child it has to be a real conversation it has to that. you have to communicate that to the like listen this is my situation these are my decisions and even though i'm not proud of them or I make them because of this reason. I want you to do differently. Do mm-hmm. better. Do think differently. Think outside of what you know what I mean? Like yeah. I've had those conversations with my mom and she was like, Listen, this this things that there was decisions I made that I would never want you to make, you know, and and you respect that. You know, you know that she was just in a situation where she felt like that's all she could do at the moment, even though you could be sitting here and be like, No, you could have did this, 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 and this, but that's just where her frame of mind was at that time. And I think it's okay. To know that you can tell your child, I don't know. Yep. It's okay to say mommy's working through it. Like, I don't have all the answers right now. And, For sure. But, but there has to be a conversation. Because you don't even realize these patterns, You begin to your child begins to pick up from you. Mm-hmm. Like, I think in life, you experience things, you see things, you feel things, and sometimes they make you feel good. Sometimes they make you they make you feel bad. And in 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 your own life, moving forward, you have a decision to allow those things to allow you to make the same decisions yep. or to make different decisions. There's things I've watched my mom endure, take on, do, and I had two choices: to either allow those experiences to make me the same as her, mm-hmm. or make the changes that I want to see. Yeah. Absolutely. To do things my way. And I think that that's the thing. Just because you watch certain things go down doesn't mean that you have to repeat Mirror them. It, yeah, sure. exactly. But. Totally agree. Mm. And I, it was so funny that you, you um, were bringing up parents because I, <laughs> my husband and I were talking about that. And I was just saying, there's just some things, though. Like about your parents that you just won't you won't not to say you yeah now I'm not saying that you can't navigate them better but you just have them you just have them Mm -hmm. you know and you just have to be able to be aware of the fact that okay I see it Mm -hmm. how am I gonna move this differently Mm -hmm. and they're gonna sometimes they raise their ugly head because the shit I feel like some things just in your DNA about just what Mm -hmm. I laugh all day and I tell my mother that my brother's exactly like my father like he's like the older he gets he mirrors some of his just not wonderful habits. You know what I mean? And I, and I, I, I not that I, um, not that I judge him per se for it, but it's just like, I know that you're not going to realize how damaging that is to you until you're on your own, mm-hmm. until you can really see yourself or who you are, know what's, what's good for you. What's not good for you until you leave on your own journey of life. 
like that's when those things are going to come real clear to you. Because I knew for me, I was like, I'm glad I left, even though it was a huge risk to at some point you have to leave your household. You just do so that you could truly evolve. And, um, and I told her that. And I said, because a parent is always going to be a parent, right? I can never, even if I don't agree with something, I can never tell my mother don't parent. I can't. That's that part of her job on this green earth is to be somebody's parent. And that's why at some point a child has to know to leave because you no longer need to be parented. Mm -hmm. You need to now go and figure out who the hell you are outside of that covenant, you know? And there's some things that it doesn't matter. You're just not going to pick up. You're just not going to figure out in in that safe space, you know? And, um, and and there's some things that she'll just never understand because she's she's a parent, parent, you know? Mm -hmm. And, she may not have to have those same evolutions, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like she can't always wrap her mind around it because a parent is always going to try to make sure that you're okay. And I also realized, like, not to know that anything's wrong with them, but parents don't, they may, especially when they're older, like they're set in their ways and they see things about themselves, they just like, ah, right. this is who I am, this is how I am. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it is once you get to a certain point. And so I feel like for me, acknowledging those things early on, mm-hmm. it's helpful to me. Incredibly. Yeah. So. Helps you navigate the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, 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 we crossed a lot of uh, <laughs> avenues today. Per usual. <laughs> per usual. Oh, we're from girl code to parents mm-hmm. to how to raise your children to the... Mm. Girl, morals and values, but they all intertwine. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, don't ever think that one thing doesn't connect to the other. The, always, it's it's always gonna connect for sure. Like life, baby. Yeah, I mean, just look at our bodies. Like our entire meridians connect to each other. Mm-hmm. So don't think like in life things don't connect to each other. They just do. You know. Yeah. But yes, well, we're gonna end with her quote. Hi, I'm Yellow Yam, and I got this. <laughs> it's with the time she really Yellow Yam this time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this quote today is a little bit of J. Cole. It's a little bit of Mina. It's a little bit of life, okay? So this quote <laughs> wraps up. It goes, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, can't put the blame on you. Fool me three times, I'm a whole fucking egg. <laughs> That's her part? Yeah. <laughs> that's where Yellow Yam comes in. Yup. That's it. Mm. All right. So when you're out there, women, treat every woman as if that's your sister. Okay? For sure. Don't put the dick over the sister your sister. You like. The sister you like. The sister you like. like yeah, mm. Not the one you don't fuck with. Because <laughs> you keep doing fuck shit and asking you for shit. And you, don't, you, you never get it back. Never reciprocates. Not that sister. The one you fuck with. Okay? Yeah. On some real shit. Some real shit. Okay. But yes, so we love you guys very much and talk to you later. Peace.